Hey everyone, a few weeks ago we had a powerful combined church camp over the weekend called the X-Church UK Getaway, and here's one of the recorded sessions. We hope that you'll be blessed by it. So let's turn to Genesis 24 please. And as you're turning to Genesis 24, just remember that uh, we are on the theme, our God is able, but. So our God is always able, whether you believe Him or not, He's able. Whether you trust Him or not, He's able. Whether you want to or not, He's able. So that doesn't change. God never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I think it's Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So really, God wants to put His finger on our hearts and say, uh, what are you going to do about it? Uh, how are you going to respond? So that's, that's how we ended last night. Uh, we said uh, that God, uh, you know, could do it. Uh, he actually wants to do it. Uh, we heard the story last night about how the angels uh, visited uh, Cornelius and then had to visit also Peter and arrange that meeting. You would ask the question, some of you, why didn't the angels just do it themselves? Well, God doesn't do the work that He's called us to do. So He can do it, uh, but He has called us to do it. And when we do what He has called us to do, He backs us up. He's there. He does miracles. He does signs and wonders uh, if we will do our part. Alright? So God is always into doing His part, but uh, this whole uh, getaway is about the power that's in our hands to make the difference. The power that's in our hands to make the difference. Amen? Yeah. Praise God. So, uh, last night we also talked about you are uh, the church and without you are, there's no church. Okay, so let's move now into Genesis 24 and uh, let's do this devotion. Now Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. So Abraham said to the oldest servant of his house, who ruled over all that he had, please put your hand under my thigh. And I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I dwell. But you shall go to my country and to my family and take a wife for my son Isaac. And the servant said to him, Perhaps... The woman will not be willing to follow me to this land. Must I take your son back to the land from which you came? But Abraham said to him, Beware that you do not take my son back there. The Lord God of heaven who took me from my father's house and from the land of my family and who spoke to me and swore to me saying, To your descendants I give this land. He will send his angel before you and you shall take a wife for my son from there. And if the woman is not willing to follow you, then you will be released from this oath. Wow. Only do not take my son back there. Alright. Uh, I'm going to read some more uh, as we go on, but I'm just going to uh, make sure that we are clear about some of these roles. Okay, so uh, let me just uh, write some things down so that we can follow. Now, Abraham, servant is. So the servant will take up the role of the Holy Spirit. 
plus Isaac, the son. The son of God. Okay? And what was God the Father or Abraham uh, interested in most in this story is a wife for his son. So, Rebecca, later on, we will read about her. This is the church. Abraham was most interested, as God is, in a bride for his son. He said, there is a way to choose this bride. Can you hear me? Are you recording this? Okay. If you were not recording, I'll just go ahead and not use the mic. But, you know, we must submit. Um, the church. You, you are the church. And God is most interested in you. He wants to choose the right you. And the right you comes from the right place. He says, take this bride from the midst of believers my own tribe, my own people. And uh, don't take my son back there. You know, he's talking about going back, going back, going back early on. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're, I, I think destinations are very important to God in His plans. He's very, very clear, Abraham, whatever you do, don't take my son back to where God has taken me up. Don't take my son back to where God has taken me out. A lot of people sometimes get tempted to go back to the place that God has actually called you out from. Um, I remember that I was uh, caught up with pornography, you know, uh, for 15 years of my life. It's crazy, right? And I was already a youth leader in church. And I, I just didn't know how to break out of it. And every time, you know... Um, I would fall uh, because of pornography. I feel, feel so guilty. And I'll say, Lord, please forgive me. Please forgive me. And He will. He, he will always forgive when you ask for forgiveness. And then only to find myself. And sometimes like, it could be just three days later. It's crazy, you know, how pe he, people forget. We, we can hear from God in the morning and forget what He said at night. Uh, we, are, we, have a, we all have a PhD in forgetfulness. <laughs> you know, and that's why one of the main things that God was against uh, Israel was just they forgot, they forgot, they forgot, they forgot. And that's why we take communion because every time we take communion, we remember, we remember, we remember. Right? Every time you take this, remember me because God knows we forget what He did for us last summer. What He did for us the last time we didn't study and we said, God, please! And He came through for you. Brought out the questions that you, you, you the only chapter you read. I remember when I was a student uh, studying external uh, University of London, uh, I could only afford this external program, 150 ringgit per month uh, was what I paid for my fees uh, and studied. And uh, there were times where, you know, uh, coming to the exams, I, I, was, I was so scared uh, because you don't know. Uh, of course, you read past year uh, papers and exam uh, questions, but you never know, you know, and you feel a little bit scared and... I remember one time, I think it was the second year. Second year is the driest for law. Okay, land law. Some of you love land law, probably uh, taught and all that kind of stuff. But, but, but my second year was driest and it was hard and I, I almost gave up. 
Um, and I'm studying externally, yeah, don't forget. Uh, so our lecturers, so my college is just, it's weird. It, there were just three students in my year. Ours was the first year my college did law with uh, University of London. And so three. One was a Chinese, me. One was an Indian, uh, Deva, his name. And one was Zainal, uh, Malay. So we were very one Malaysia. <laughs> and uh, we, after, uh, after some time, we actually knew our power by this, uh, after the first year. Uh, by the second year, we realised that the colleges those days were advertising uh, how many people passed the exam. Uh, so it was, you know, the college would say 100%, 100% passes. No, so I think my college wanted 100% passes out of three people. You understand what I'm trying to say? Because one of us fail, it's 60 something percent. You know. it's, it's bad, it's bad. So then I, we only found out by the second year the power we had. So the second year, the, uh, we saw the first year uh, new students came in. And in our classroom, three people. In their classroom, 40. Okay? Uh, uh, and so their classroom, uh, I don't know why, but the aircon wasn't working, and so they shifted our classrooms. Uh, we were in a classroom that could fit 50. They were in a classroom that could fit 38. They are 40 people. We are three. But the aircon, we really liked it in the big 50-seater uh, room. And so they changed us one uh, afternoon, and then we went to the principal's office and said, this is not, this is not good. This is not good. It's so hot in that 38-seater room. But you're only three. Hmm. I look at Zainal, Deva, said, so how are, you, are you guys going to pass this exam or anyone? Is anyone of us going to fail? Just one of us maybe in a sacrifice? Okay, okay, I know, I know what you're talking about, the principal said. And just within an hour, they changed our class back. It's just rubbish, right? It's just rubbish. You know, the, the lecturer will, will prepare for exam uh, questions, exam questions, right? Because he wants to give us tests for, to prepare us for the exam, right? And all three of us won't show up. <laughs> and then the lecturer will see us the next week and say, Hey, you guys, I prepared so hard, you know, all the questions. Why you guys didn't come? Ah, sir, this one doesn't go to the final score. Come on. Yeah, yeah, but I want to help you. No, 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 we don't need help. Don't worry about it. Okay. And then, I, I, you know, it's Malaysia, we have got uh, public holidays. Like uh, Hari Raya, Hari Raya will always be two days. Uh, Chinese New Year, two days. And uh, Deepavali one day. Yeah, you know that, right? For years like that. Deepavali one day. Uh, but the Indian brother wanted one week. So he said to us, he said, day. I want one weekend, not one week. I said, okay, of course. As long as you give me one week and give Zainal one week. So we took our extra holidays, three weeks. All three hours passed, all three years, and it was 100%. They advertised it. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's just, it's just rubbish. It's just, it's a, just a rubbish school. <laughs> but thank God, although it was a rubbish school, we studied and you know, all, all of us uh, graduated. And I came here to Royal Festival Hall uh, to graduate in 1992. And, um, and uh, yeah, it's a long time ago. <laughs> why, why did I even say that? <laughs> What's all that whole story for? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So... This, this, is, this is important. Um, so as I was reading this, uh, just in my quiet time about a week ago, the Lord says to me, I know that you have prepared for messages for this uh, uh, getaway, but I want you to make sure that you share this 
Uh, and that's why even though there's only 20, 15, 20 minutes left, uh, I just want to do this uh, very quickly with you. Uh, you got you got God uh, represented by Abraham. So 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 interested in the bride. He says, uh, don't don't go back. Don't don't send. So um, yeah, I was talking about pornography, right? Uh, so yeah. Uh, so it's 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 bad because. Um, I remember uh, that uh, it took me 15 years before I finally broke through. And I broke through not by my own strength because every time I find that when I promise God I won't do it again, every time you promise God you won't do it again, you are depending on your own strength. And God is going to allow you to fall again and again until you say, Lord, I can't unless you come. I just can't. I'm going to fit. In fact, I change my prayer, God, I'm going to fail again. I'm sure I'm going to fail again within the day if you don't come true for me. I change, the prayer change from like, God, I promise you I'll never do it again if you only, you know. Uh, uh, God, I promise you, you know, I, I, I will, I will uh, study the next time if you help me pass, you know. And there's a lot of that. Uh, and, 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 and so I want you to know uh, uh, because of 15 years of, of being uh, in such guilt, you, you don't want to go back to the place where God set you. You know, you, you don't want to go back to a place whereby you were bound, I should say. Uh, and you want to remember how Jesus set you free. You understand? This is very, very important. So after Abraham went through all that, he says, please don't bring my son back to that place where God delivered me. God set me free. I, I don't want, I don't want to be in that place. We lost a building that cost one point four. Uh, wait, no, that cost fourteen point five million. We already paid forty. Uh, we already paid one point four five million as a deposit. But after two years, God said, "I don't want you to build this building. You will not build me a cathedral. You will become a movement. I'm not interested in monuments. I'm interested in movements." And so we lost our deposit. It was it was crazy times, but I think God allowed me to go through all that. Losing our deposit of 1.45 million. I think I'm the only church in Malaysia that's ever uh, uh, seen that happen. But the Lord says to me, because I have a plan for you. And I don't want you to ever be tempted to build a building. Uh, because cathedrals, while they are very beautiful, uh, they're, also, they're also very potentially um, um, at risk of being dead. Beautiful buildings on the outside, but inside, no life. Uh, God says, no, you, you will not be like that. And you will not keep pouring, up, pouring in money into a building. Uh, you will pour in money into lives. Uh, so very painful sometimes the things we go through, but only because God allows us to go through that to allow us to feel the pain and say, I don't want to go back. So he says, find me a bride. You, you go. Okay. So the Holy Spirit, uh, unnamed in this, you know, he's, he's the oldest, most faithful servant, but he has no name. It's amazing, huh? So this Holy Spirit uh, is going to carry out this job. So let me just jump into it very quickly. Um, is the is the bride that Abraham is really interested in, and um, the Holy Spirit says this. And I, I, now I'm I'm using the freedom of being able to teach you using uh, representation. Huh? So when I say Holy Spirit, you it's a servant, okay? Uh, uh, but don't fault me at this. I'm just using it. Uh, to, to teach something here. Um, the Holy Spirit actually asks God, um, 
it says here in verse uh, 5, servant said to him, perhaps the woman will not be willing to follow me to this land. Such a powerful verse. God the Father wants a bride. Please go back to my, 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 my people. Find a bride for me. Find a church for me. Um, and the Holy Spirit has the first question. Perhaps they're not willing. It's crazy, right? You, 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 if you have a glimpse of what's going on in heaven, uh, Father, Son, Spirit having a conversation. They created the heavens and the earth the seas and all that's in them. I mean, the deepest of seas that no one has ever travelled to, you know, because you will die. There's no, there's no way, even oxygen tanking. But God made all that. Creatures that you never see, but now national discovery is just trying to discover as much as they can. This God is asking this question, perhaps you guys are not willing. You can change, it seems, God's plan by your willingness or not. It seems. Of course, God's will will always be done. You know that. If He don't use you, He's going to use somebody else. Reinhard Bonke said, when someone asked him, you know, How, wh why did God choose you? Why do you think God chose you? And he said, I'm the fourth person. He said, what do you mean by that? Reinhard Bonke said, I think he got someone else in mind. He said, no. I think he went on to the second person. He said, no. He went on to the third person. So because he had no more choice, he chose me. Raya Bonke is always very humble because he had no more choice, he chose me. And me, because I knew I had nothing else to offer, I said yes. And then he chose me. The thing is, uh, and this is a, hopefully not a long devotion, Just I, I, I know I'm very aware of time, but if you can just catch this, you and I have got the power of choice that God is not willing to mess around with because it then goes on to say, um, must I take your son back to the land? Uh, the Holy Spirit asked. Abraham said to him, well, well, you can say God said to him, beware that you do not do this. Uh, then it goes on to say this, you know. If, the, verse 8, if the woman, if the church is not willing to follow you, then you will be released from this oath. Do you understand what that, that could potentially mean? God has no plan B. Wow. Mm. God has no plan B. That's why Jesus had to come and die on the cross. He had no plan B. This is His plan. It had to be done for man to be saved. No See, human beings got plan B. We always have plan B. Maybe we have thought to have plan B. You know, I remember uh, when I got married, um, they gave me ang pao. You know what ang pao is, right? Uh, so money for my wedding. Uh, they gave it to me in red packets, right? So I counted the money towards the end. I, I married by faith. Uh, at that time, uh, I had given up uh, working uh, as a legal officer. Uh, gave up my pay, joined the church. The church paid me uh, something like uh, a quarter of what uh, my, uh, my previous company was paying me. So I was getting 500 
from, um, from the church, 500 ringgit that I had to survive every month. So 400 ringgit went to my car, petrol, from Ampang Jaya uh, to Old Klang Road. I don't know how, how many of you know that that's about an hour uh, those days. Uh, and my petrol would be 400 ringgit. 400 ringgit because my car was not very fuel efficient. Uh, in fact, my car leaked oil. Yeah, I, we used to call it the most anointed car because everywhere it went, it just gave oil to... Oil, 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 oil. And uh, so, yeah. So 400 ringgit on that, 100 ringgit just to survive. Uh, and uh, I said, but Lord, if you call me, I'll do it, right? Uh, so, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, very, very uh, poor. But uh, there you go, I, you know, um, uh, joined the church and, 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 and served the Lord, uh, but also fell in love. Uh, tonight, probably I'll tell you more of the stories now, okay? Can I? Tonight, nah? tonight, okay, yeah? Tonight I celebrate my love for you and the midnight sun. Okay, uh, so uh, got married without any money. But the, you, you know, a lot of young people these days, because they don't really have their eyes on God with the normal things in life, uh, they just hear from their friends, they hear from their parents. Uh, they always choose a date to get married according to their bank account. Uh, I, I, I didn't because the Lord said to me, even your date of wedding, I know. So a lot of people don't ask God for the date of wedding. They just look at their bank account and they figure out how much I need to get married. Uh, that's, of course, living like a non-Christian also because even non-Christians decide like that. I, I want to live in what I call the fourth dimension. God, actually, you, you already know my wedding date, right? Yeah. And you know how... Okay, how, 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 how long uh, I need. Okay, so anyway, I didn't have any money, didn't have any savings. Uh, I got married in September 1995, as you know. And uh, the Lord came through for us and got my ang paus. Uh, and um, I, that, means I, that means I went to dinner, my wedding dinner, 20, 23 tables, 24 tables. Uh, I invited people uh, just, just by God saying, you can, you can. You can, you can. Uh, and I, I, I was so nervous because uh, I had my friends counting the ang pao because it was that ang pao that would pay for the dinner. My parents couldn't afford it as well. Uh, so and no, nobody knew. But those days, thank God, uh, you only had to pay, you know, like, uh, uh, like 20% first, not even 50%, no, 20% first and all that kind of stuff. So I got extra money uh, from the ang pao, hallelujah, paid the dinner, got the extra money. And uh, 7,000 ringgit went to the bank, put it in the bank and said, okay, you know, I'm going to start my married life with 7,000 ringgit. And then the Lord told me, okay, I want you to start the, the ministry as well. I want you to start a cafe because young, I love young people and young people don't go to church, they go to cafe. So I want you to start a cafe and uh, I, want you, I want you to be there. I want you to minister to people as they come. So young people started coming, started hearing about uh, two, uh, two, two uh, people that actually care enough to start a cafe to just hear their problems. I remember one time a girl stood in front of me. I said, Is it, uh, you open this for young people? I said, yeah. And I, I, it's funny because I was actually chopping onions uh, for uh, the corny dog. You know, I had a, a nice chili con carne uh, corny dog and I was just chopping onions. And as she said, can I share with you, with you my story? I said, sure, sure. And as she's sharing a very sad story, actually, I started to cry. But seriously, yeah. It was the onions. Can I just be honest? It was the onions. 
And, um, and uh, then the word went out that this is the most compassionate cafe. And just young people started coming from everywhere. Um, but uh, what I wanted to say to you was, uh, so uh, the Lord said to me, uh, start this cafe. And I said, God, give me the money. Cut long story short, is that he said to me, you have the money. Oh, can I tell you this uh, right now? Can I, tell you all, can I tell all of you this? If you wanted a van for this church, X London, uh, we already have it because the van is in your pocket. The van is already in your pocket. Think about that for a moment. And if more Christians can think like that, you know, there's nothing impossible for us. You want to split another church? Where? Nottingham? It's already in your hands. You think God doesn't want you to... He wants the whole world to know Him. So He's going to back you up. It's already in your pocket. All the pockets put together, one van. That's a big deal, right? If you know how great your God is, you will start giving as you believe. So I said, Lord, please give me the money. You have the money, huh? Which one? The 7,000 ringgit in the bank. Oh, God. I said, seriously, huh? I said, God, please don't touch that. God said, why? That's plan B. Plan B. Then he said to me, what's plan A? I said, plan A. Plan, plan A is trusting you. <laughs> right, right, right? I think we're talking about trust a lot. I just don't know why, but in my spirit, I feel like, uh, you know, there's a lot of us talking about trust, praying about trust, uh, 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 singing about trust. I will trust in you, Lord. Okay, so trust. Mm. What's plan A? Trust you, God. What's plan B? Just in case you fail. <laughs> so you think I fail? No, just in case. God has no plan B. Servant says, how if, how if the church is not willing to come back? How if she is not willing to come home with me? You're released from this oath. You're released from this oath. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, he goes, and let's read on. Is that okay that if you give me like extra five, ten minutes? Yeah, okay. <laughs> some more, some more. No, no, no. The people are hungry here. Uh, okay. The servant, verse 10, the servant took ten of his master's camels, ten, wow, and departed for all his master's goods were in his hand and he arose and went to Mesopotamia, to the city of Nahor. Nahor, uh, of course, is Abraham's brother. Uh, and he made his camels kneel down. Wow, camels can kneel down. Huh? Uh, outside the city, get all the ten camels to pray. Oh, 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 rabababa. Uh, please give my master uh, a wife. Okay. So he, 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 uh, the ten camels knelt down. Uh, and, okay, they, they, they went by the well of water at evening time. The time when women go out to draw water. Okay, so God always works in perfect timing. God's timing is always the best timing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not writing notes. You guys are supposed to write the notes, okay? <laughs> okay? As I said, you know, I, I don't have PowerPoint, but I can point you to the power. Um, 
Behold, okay, verse 12. Then he said, the servant said, or rather the Holy Spirit said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, please give me success this day and show kindness to my master Abraham. Behold, here I stand by the well of water and the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. So I guess there's a choice, you know, because the daughters are coming out. Right? I pray it's you lah. But if it's not you, another daughter will probably answer. But I pray it's you. I pray, I really pray it's you that will answer God's call. So give my, my be, be kind to my master, okay? Now let it be that the young woman, so the Holy Spirit knows exactly what kind of woman is good for the son, Jesus, to whom I say, please let down your pitcher that I may drink. And she says, drink, and I will also give your camels a drink. Wow! Not only drink, but I'll give your camels a drink. How many camels? Ten. Ten. Yeah. Someone said five. Right? So it's okay because it's, it's lunchtime. So you are excused. Hunger is picking now. How many camels? Five. I think. Plus another five plates of nasi lemak. Yeah. Okay. I will give your camels a drink. Let her be the one. Oh, let her be the one. So, so, yes, we answer the call of God, but before the call is the character. Before the call is the character. And the Holy Spirit is specifically after a character. The person I ask, if she says, yes, come drink, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Usually it's the other way around. The Holy Spirit says, uh, I want a drink from you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is saying, no, give me a drink. And the church, that this woman will also, this is the right woman for the son. She will also say, I will give your camels a drink. I will not just love you, I will love the things that you're about. I will not just love God, I will love His church. See, a lot of people say, I love God, but I don't love His church. You know, I love the Holy Spirit, but I don't love His camels. I will give you a drink and your camels too. I will love everything about you. Not just you, but everything that you love, God. Everything that is yours, I will be there and I will serve. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is good. This is good. Let her be the one. Let her be the one. Uh, and in verse 15, and it happened before he had finished speaking. Wow. That behold, Rebekah, who was born to Bethuel, oh, right, right lineage, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor. Wow, this is really Abraham's uh, 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 flesh and, 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 and blood and bones. Abraham's brother came out with her pitcher on her shoulder. Now the young woman was very beautiful. This is bonus. Very beautiful, huh? Rebecca. Uh, she's very beautiful to behold. A virgin. Oh, that's good. No man had known her. This not this not know her like, hello, what's your name? No, you, okay, heavens, no man has ever slept with her. Uh, and she went down to the well, filled her pitcher and came up. So she went, did, did her job. Did her job. She filled her picture and she went up. Okay, here we go. Verse 17. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Please let me drink a little from the water. The Holy Spirit uh, is so focused on God's instruction to him. He has no time to waste. He's praying. Give me success. This is the woman I'm asking you right now. Show me. And he saw a lady coming out, he ran. He ran to her. I want to tell you right now, before we close, there's an excitement in heaven wow. about you. Wow. There's an excitement in heaven about the right one in this room. Wow. 
about you, the church. He loves his bride. He's jealous for his bride. Are you the one? I pray so. I pray so. Here we go. And it happened before he had finished speaking. Rebecca came. And now the young woman was very beautiful. We read that. And the servant ran to meet her. We read that. He asked, please let me drink a little water from your pitcher. So she said, drink, my Lord. That's only part one. Then she quickly let her pitcher down to her hand and gave him a drink. So she serves. And when she had finished giving him a drink, she said, not he said, she said, I will draw water for your camels also until they have finished drinking. I tell you, uh, uh, it's not always we find character in the church these days of a woman who would say, drink, and now allow me to also cause your camels to drink until they have finished drinking. So if you read somewhere about camels drinking and they have travelled a long way, they tell us uh, they drink something like a minimum of 40 litres of water. 40 litres of water a camel. So if all the 10 camels are thirsty because they've travelled so far, they all need a minimum of 40 litres. Means this lady carried, come on, 400 litres of water. It's easy to just say, Holy Spirit, have your way. Oh, very easy to sing. Very easy just to, you know, open your Bible, read and laugh and have a good time. It's easy. Easy to be a hearer of God's Word. But I tell you what, the Holy Spirit says, not just me. And I tell Church, you understand this? No, those of you nodding your head is because you have served like this. You put this camp together. Some of you are cooking outside for lunch. We know. We know it's character. It's not just hearers of the word, but doers of the word. 400 litres of water, one woman. <laughs> you want that woman for your son. <laughs> you want that kind of a church for Jesus. You understand me? Until she's offering, until they have finished drinking. No halfway with this woman. No, oh, just let me just give them a little bit. You know, lick some of this water for my hand. You know? <laughs> ten camels. He had to bring ten. Ten is a test, I told you. Ten shows at the end of the day what you're really about. Okay. I've got more, but I think I have to finish. So, let's understand that, that the Holy Spirit was so glad He met the church. He met Rebecca. She quickly emptied her pitcher into the trough, ran back to the well to draw more water. So, she, I guess, guys, you, you get the picture. She did it over and over and over again for camels. What would you do? Some of you, maybe, yeah, be like... Hey. I like to preach only. I like to preach because it's nice. It's, you know, uh, pulpit ministry. People are laughing at me, clapping at me. No, but putting out the chairs. Yeah. <sighs> Character. The, the son deserves that kind of wife. Hmm. So, um, <laughs> I like this part here. Verse 21. The man wondering at her. Do you know uh, the Holy Spirit is not even helping her? No? 
Do you know, I, I, I love if I could live every day to cause the Holy Spirit to be amazed with me. I, I just, I would love that. Like, Holy Spirit just watches me from the side and I'm like, where did this guy come from? Where did this, where, where, what, what is this girl made of? I mean, she, when she's causing the camels to drink, she, she, hey, hello, can you help her? I mean, he's an old servant. But can you help? Please, hello, Martha, Martha. Lord Jesus, can you see I'm working so hard? Tell Mary to help. No. He is just standing there and he is so amazed. The Bible says he is just wondering at her, remain silent so as to know whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. When the camels had finished drinking, that man took a golden nose ring weighing half a shekel, began to bless her, like two bracelets of gold, and said, whose daughter are you? Please tell me! He's so excited. I am the daughter of Bethuel. Verse 25, moreover, she said, we have both straw and feed enough and room to lodge. Now she's offering her house. <laughs> Do you understand? As I'm reading this, I'm going like, what? Where did this? Who taught this woman? Who discipled her? You know? She's, she hasn't even asked her father for permission, no? She said, no, no problem. You want to stay over? Okay, no. Hospitality, generosity, hard work. You know? That's why these days I'm not very impressed just by you being Christian. You know, I've been a Christian for 35 years. I'm no longer just impressed by words. You know? I sometimes do stand by the corner and look and go like, wow. Every time I come to this getaway, I get I go wow la. That's why so, you see my camera going out all the time. <laughs> videoing every, I'm videoing Rora cooking there. And she, yes. Please go away. <laughs> I'm videoing you because I'm like this guy. Standing by the corner going, wow. What are you guys made of, man? What are you guys made of? And I guarantee you, if you continue like this, don't, don't talk about nose ring la. <laughs> Don't talk about gold bracelets like God. He brought 10 camels for you. All those gifts uh, are for you. I'm prophesying over you right now. You're the right person. Your destiny is set. Amen. And I'm just, let's not just talk about gold and prosperity. Like, otherwise, people say, oh, Pastor Kenneth is a prosperity preacher. Okay, let's, okay, I'm not. I'm not, okay, I'm not a prosperity preacher. I also ask, I also ask you to suffer. Ca carry, carry 400 liters of water. I'm asking you to suffer first. Oh Lord, oh Lord. So the woman ran and told her mother's household these things. Now Rebecca had a brother whose name was Laban. So okay, now we're getting into the whole story of Rebecca also has got her stuff to deal with. Okay, the, the first part of the story was wonderful. Wonderful. She's that she's she's the woman. You are the church. You are if if UK is going to be blessed, you are the church. If Malaysia is going to be best, blessed, you are the church. If the world is going to know Jesus Christ, you are the church. I mean, I'm, I'm prophesying right now. Okay. You are the one. If the, your whole company is going to know Jesus, you are. Okay, you got it. You got it. But then as she runs back, she actually has a family. You 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 will run back after this camp and you will deal with your daily stuff. I know that. But the servant is relentless. The servant follows her because he is, he is here for a mission.
to find the right one for the son. And so let's draw to a close. Abraham's servant. Okay, so he's coming. He's talking to Laban. He's talking to the family. And, uh, and he's telling the story. The, the Lord has blessed my master. Verse 35. Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son. He's telling all the story. Now my master made me swear, saying, you shall not take a wife for my son. Uh, verse 38. You shall go to my father's house. Uh, okay, verse 39. And I said to my master, perhaps the woman will not. Wow, see, he even tells. Perhaps the woman will not follow me. She has a choice. You have a choice. You are the church. You will make it happen or not make it happen. Verse 40, But he said to me, The Lord before whom I walk will send his angel with you and prosper your way and you shall take a wife for my son from my family and from my father's house. You will be clear. You will be clear from this oath because God doesn't have a plan B when you arrive among my family if they will, give, if they will not give her to you. Then you will be released from my oath. God didn't say force them. Put a gun to their head. Put a knife to their throat. No forcing with God. God is a gentleman. He never forces any one of us to believe in Him. Never. Never pushes anyone to be a Christian. He loves you, but yet He has to stand back and see you respond. Because you and I have responsibility. We have a free choice. Would you choose Him? Would you choose His love? Otherwise, you are released. Okay? And I will release you in a few minutes to go for lunch. <laughs> so he said, and I prayed this prayer, verse 42, verse 43, and, and I asked, please give me a little water. And, and, and so basically, verse 45, but before I had finished speaking in my heart, there was Rebecca. So he's telling the story. He's giving the testimony. He's saying, you know, this is, this is God's confirmation, all right, to the whole family so that they're here. And she made haste and let her picture down. I asked her, and whose daughter are you? And she goes on. And so I gave her this uh, nose ring, uh, bracelets. And I bowed my head, verse 48, powerful. I bowed my head and worshipped the Lord and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham who had led me in the way of truth to take the daughter of my master's brother for his son. Now, if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me. And if not, tell me. Wow, tell me. Okay, as we're drawing to a close, tell me. <laughs> and if not, tell me. You want more of God? Tell me. You don't want more of God? Tell me. Whatever it is, you know, don't sit on the fence because it's very painful. You want more of Him? You want less of Him? You don't want to believe Him? You want to believe Him? You want to serve Him? Don't want to serve Him? Just, just tell me. Because you let your yes be yes, your no be no. Just, okay, make a choice. Yeah? Because you and I are the church. Are we really the church? I hope so. I pray so. Now as we draw to a close, it came to pass, Abraham's servants heard their words. He worshipped, bowing. Okay. Then the servant brought out jewellery of silver, jewellery of gold. Now God has got so much more. He only brought 10 camels, but it's just 10% of probably what he had. Okay. He's, 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 he's showing you this is what your future is about. Okay. Here we go. And he and the men who were with him ate and drank and stayed all night. Then they arose in the morning and he said, the Holy Spirit said, send me away to my master. The Holy Spirit doesn't want to waste time. He really doesn't want to waste time. He's here on a mission. And here, verse 55 is very interesting, guys. Uh, those of you from ex-London, just hear me out. But her brother and her mother said, let the young woman stay with us a few days, at least 10. Did you, did you hear me speak on Sunday about 10? Uh, those of you uh, who are ex-London, ex why 10? Because 10 is testing out. Maybe she was just excited because it was getaway. 
Maybe she was excited because she saw 10 camels. Uh, maybe she was excited because she saw the gold ring in the man's hand. I, what are you excited about? I don't know. But the parents said, the, the, the wife, sorry, the mother and the brother, 10 days, because 10 is the number of testing. 10, after 10, just like uh, Daniel, Shadrach, Imeshek, Abednego, after 10 days of fasting, they knew whether they were on the right track or not. 10, 10, 10 is, 10 is really quite uh, biblical. Uh, to test your heart. Oh, so the mother, the brother, so this is, this is the world you live in. Uh. You go back, you've got your own issues to deal with. And they are saying, keep her for 10 days and see after 10 days whether she's still ex as excited. And the Holy Spirit won't let go, you know. And He said to them, do not hinder me. Ooh. Since the Lord has prospered my way, send me away so that I may go to my master. He, he wants it now, today. Today is the day the Lord has made. So they said, we will call the young woman and ask her personally. This is how we're going to end, right? This is how we're going to end. At the end of the day, it's still you. Your choice. The parents want 10 days. Your family won 10 days. Your boss won 10 days. People all around you in the pressures that you are going back to on Monday, they are saying 10 days. They are saying, wait. They are saying, let's test this out. Let's see whether you are feeling it or not. You know, and, but the Holy Spirit says, today. 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 Because I have been sent on a mission to get away, to find who is this next bride of the Son. And His promises for you are yes and amen. It's going, to be, it's going to be amazing. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy, but it's going to be an amazing ride with God. I'd rather be a bride of Christ than not. I, you know, I'd rather go be a bride and go through sufferings you know, than not be a bride and go through prosperity. You know, I, I choose Him. I choose Him. So, as we close, it, it, it's so simple, right? We will call the young woman and ask her personally. Then they called Rebecca and said to her, Will you go with this man? Talking about trust. <laughs> she only just knew him. <laughs> will you go with this man? I will go. Will you go with this man? I will go. Adding on to Pastor Sandra's message, which I didn't even know she was going to speak about that. She said, Ruth responded to Naomi, I will go where you go. Your God will be my God. Your people, my people. Choice. Naomi gave Ruth a choice. Two daughter-in-laws had the same choice. Go home. Go back to your families. The young woman, Ruth, chose Naomi and the future that God had for her. I will go. Eyes are closed, heads are bowed. Our theme this year is our God is able. But <laughs> our God is able 2022, that's our theme. But how are we going to end the year? 
add this getaway, we add another word at the back. But will you go? Will you believe? Will you trust? Will you say yes, Lord? Will you say even though I don't understand? I'm scared. I'm not sure. I don't like the feeling. I don't feel it. I don't even see it. But the invitation is before me now. And I hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. And even the world stops and pauses for that question. Let us ask her. Because they have their own desire. They want their daughter and their sister to stay with them 10 more days. People have their own selfish intentions and selfish desires. People, you know, all kinds of demands and pressures around you. But finally, at the end, it's your choice. You know that's true. You might even say to me, but pastor, you don't understand. My parents, my parents, they have a lot of influence on me. They're paying this, they're paying that. Yes, yes, I understand, I understand. At the end of the day, it's still you. You. It's your future. And God promises to give you a future and a hope. Hallelujah. I will trust in you, Lord, for you hear my cry. You are with me in the flood. You are with me in the fire. There's no can erase every promise that you made. You are faithful in every season. I will trust in you, Lord, for you hear my cry. You are with me in the flood. You are with me in the fire. There's no hand that can erase every promise that you made. Faithful in every season. You are faithful in every season. How many of you will say, yes, Lord, here I am. Send me, use me. I will go, I will go. Where you are, I will go. I will do what you tell me to do. I will say what you're telling me to say. God, I'm yours. I'm married to you. I'm your wife. I'm your bride. I'm your church. I'm your church. I am your choice. Oh God, thank you. Oh, for the character that we see in Rebecca. May that character rub off on us. May we not just be hearers, but doers of the word. Oh, may we not just look at, you know, uh, 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 the, the, the spotlight and, and, and the stage lights. But the... But the, 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 the backdrop and the backstage and the no one sees me but yet I'm there. No one says thank you but yet I will do it. Because I do it to you, I do it for you God. Hallelujah. If it's you, I just want you to stand and I, I, I will end by just praying. It's not going to be altar call. It's just going to be if that's you, you hear the word and, you, and it resounds with you inside your heart and you, you hear yourself saying, I will go. 
I just want you to stand to your feet. And, and I, I'm thinking that almost all of you might stand, but that's okay. Uh, it's just an act of faith. It's an act of commitment. It's an act of, Lord, if you are asking me this question today, if you are looking for a bride today, if you are looking for the church to arise today, if you are looking, if, if, if there's pressure all around me saying, no, come on, wait 10 more days. You know, see how you feel after 10 days. But yet today itself, you feel feel in your heart that this is the exact response that you would also say. Maybe you have said it before, but you want to say it again, or this is the first time you're standing up saying, God, you've given me the choice and I choose you. I choose to trust you. I choose to follow you. So here we go. Ten more seconds and then I'll pray. Ten, nine, eight, seven. Who else will stand? Six, five, four, three, Two, one. Lord, for all these precious lives standing, they are saying exactly those words, I will go. I make a choice. The choice is mine to make and I make it. I will go where God sends me. I will go where He leads me. I will serve Him all the days of my life. Oh, I may not have everything together. Oh, I may feel scared days. I, 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 I may feel ill-equipped and, and, and insufficient. I may feel, oh, sometimes even faithless. But Lord, I choose today to go as you have called me. And I want to say it again. Come on, everybody, put up your hands, those of you standing. I will go. I will go. One more time. I will go. Lord, these people standing before you are saying they trust you. No matter what, they trust you. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. Lord, I pray that everyone here will have their paths directed by you as we prepare in the next 24 hours to go back to where we came from. Um, we believe that you have prepared the way for us. The paths are set in God's plan and no one can change it. Here we are, God, not knowing what the future looks like, saying, I will go because I trust you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.